Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. We're in the Torquay studio today with the Barking Dogs. Barking Dogs, uh, soup, the smell of freshly made soup. Freshly made soup uh, and two games to go and a mountain to climb. Yes, I you were working on that intro. It, um, <laughs> it just came to me, it's just, it's just, I mean, an awful thumping at Chesterfield on yeah. Tuesday, no other way to describe it. Yeah. Um, you've had a chat with Gary this morning. Well, I've, I've listened to what Gary had to say. I'll explain that in a minute. But, uh, it, was, it was a slightly unusual press conference. Yeah, uh, because they are going um, up north today. Yeah. And uh, from watching Gary on his Zoom call, it looks like he was in his front room in Portishead. So, um, you know, they they're were picking him way, up on the they? way. Yeah. They're on the yeah. way. They're kind of in a bit of a bubble, aren't they, as well? Yeah. From now onwards, um, with just... <laughs> Make or break game at Altrincham. It's it's all about song titles this week. Gary says it ain't over till it's over. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, there's a Kaiser Chief song title which we'll come to a little bit later <laughs> on, uh, which uh, which made us laugh out loud at Playmore. Um, and I've got a question that I can't answer, but I think Steve, Julian, and maybe I mean, you might know the answer to. Okay, it, but we'll come to that a bit later but, on as well. Do you think uh, Rudy might know the answer? He I think seems to be keen to get involved. I think he's uh, yeah. He's, he's behind he, a door. <laughs> He may know the answer to this question. But first of all, um, we should probably listen to Gary. His post-match interview after the Chesterfield game, he was very downbeat. Yeah. We were just outplayed. He was all right today because, um, you know, you, well, what are you are going to do? You're going to sit there and be morose. And you're going to sit there and answer the questions. So it's Dom and James Vickery of Radio Devon answering the questions. I was watching and listening but unable to they couldn't see me and they couldn't hear me okay, <laughs> me should, and technology guys we should clarify that because people would think that was weird if it was one of the face-to-face press yeah, no, but it was a zoom, zoom today yeah. and uh, i didn't do it because i was um, i was otherwise engaged well to, to get the explanation out of the way uh, I, I i i'd followed the link that don sent and then discovered that i'd never downloaded zoom on my laptop so i had to hurriedly do that you are and the then, only person on earth who's never downloaded Zoom. I've never, honestly, because we use Google. We do. Or, or, for, 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 for the, the face-to-face stuff on our things. And then personally, I've always used a different one. So I've never used, the first time I've ever used Zoom, I think. That's it, really? Yeah. There you go. You, you join 25 billion exactly. people worldwide. Yeah. But anyway, I couldn't get it working like in time properly. So I I, would, I, would, I did watch as, as uh, Dom sat there going to everyone, well, I think Richard's coming. I think it's, I'm just going to give him a ring. And then I heard, and then I'd put it on airplane mode. And I heard him, I heard my phone t- say that, you know, he couldn't get through. And so I had to ring him while I was watching. Yeah. Amazing. Chaos. Technology. Absolutely. Technology. Chaos. Anyway, we heard from Gary and, and you know, uh, this is, this is what he says. That's where we'll go now. And yeah. we'll be back one more time well a couple more times before the end of the season yeah on the other side of gary johnson okay gaffer so obviously disappointing result on tuesday night but it doesn't take away the fact that the team put a marvelous run to get themselves into this position where you are three points behind a couple of teams going into the final two games of the season is is that is the mood still very much positive in the camp 
Well, it, it's got to be positive, really. I mean, you know, I know we know we was all very disappointed. You, you can't come in the dressing room, you know, after getting beat at Chesterfield, happy and bouncing around because, um, you know, we've had a good run. Um, that was a poor, a poor game for us. Good game for them. They brought out their best game, <clears throat> and we probably brought out uh, our worst for a little while. And uh, and when you've got a team up in the top three, there. Uh, there, you know, they can be very potent if you're not ready. If not, if you're not ready, but if you're not producing yourself, and uh, it started off poor, and, and we couldn't, we couldn't get it back. We couldn't win it back. Uh, I think we we got it back a little bit um, later on in the game, where you know, in the second half it was two one instead of three <laughs> nil. Um, but uh, and, and obviously scored the goal. You never know how important that might be. Um, but uh, to answer your question, the boys always, we can always turn their, change their thoughts, you know, change your thoughts, you change the world, as they say, as I say. Um, and that's what we've got to do. And that's going to be massively important now, which is why we're, you know, we're going up to uh, Manchester for a couple of days um, so that we get the journey out of the way today. Um, and, uh, and we stay over, you know, for the, Friday, and uh, and be ready for the game on the, on the Saturday. I mean, you was on the coach yourself, so you you know, you know what uh, a trip sometimes it is from from our southern position. But um, anyway, you know, it was just one of those things. We we thought we'd done a decent itinerary for them, but uh, come unstuck on the first game. But the lads are ready. You know, they're they're. We had a chat even before we left the dressing room to say. Let's not you know, spoil what has happened in the five games previous. And uh, older hands up. They were a good, very good side on the day. And uh, we've got two more games to, to keep ourselves uh, in the league. One of the interesting things that you mentioned after the game, Gaffer, is that actually, whereas sometimes that you have been known to rally the troops, you said that a couple of the uh, strong characters in the dressing rooms were actually the first to pipe up and say, actually, we're still in this. There are some strong characters in that dressing room. They're going to be vital, whether they're in a playing role or the whole squad's going to be involved in the next couple of games. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we've, we're more or less taking the whole squad to, to games in case they're needed. Um, they need to listen to the team talks. They need to listen to their teammates. To, to know, you know, to, so that they don't just come in cold, as it were. Um, and that's, you know, that's how, we, how we do it. Uh, we've got players that you know, didn't play. Asa Hall and Lapsley was off the pitch pretty quick. And, uh, you know, Frank doesn't mind saying motivational things. And, um, <clears throat> of, course, of, of course, sometimes me and Downsy play good cop, bad cop. I don't know why I'm always the bad cop, but anyway, that's how it goes. Um, and and so, you know, they came in straight away, held their hands up. We, we knew it was a poor performance individually and uh, collectively. And now we've, we've got to fully focus on these, on these next two games. Now, the law of averages says that uh, your team probably need to get something from both games. Um, it goes about saying one of those will have to be, be a, a win, of course. But it is still important to actually just look one game at a time because obviously three points on Saturday changes everything again. But obviously you've got to get those through. But it's no point thinking two games ahead, is it? No, the thing is when you're, 
you know, struggling down the bottom there and you, haven't, you didn't pick up enough points earlier, then you, you also have to rely on other games, other teams. You know, it's sort of not in, it is in our hands as, a, you know, as far as, you know, we've got to pick up at least one win and probably one draw. Um, or get a, switch our goal difference from a you know a minus seven to a, a zero uh, with a team like Maidenhead, for instance, where we're seven goals uh, behind them. But um, they've still got two games. We've still got two games, and so you know anything could happen. And then you've just got to keep keep going, keep thinking positive, but get your game going. That's the that's the key. Get your game going. And, uh, and then what will be, will be. And we've tried to look at a game at a time. We had four great individual, uh, five great individual games previously and uh, and one poor, poor one. Um, you know, had it been in the middle of the middle of the season, that would have been a good little run. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we're still relying on other teams, um, but we've got to give ourselves a chance by getting enough points, like you say, to uh, stay in it. And that's probably going to be a win and a draw. One of the blessings, of course, with the way the fixtures have come out this weekend is that York and Old Shot, two of the teams that you know you can sort of uh, get closer to, uh, are obviously playing each other. There's so many different permutations that you've mentioned. You already mentioned the goal difference, Gaffer. Obviously, there is, nobody wants to mention it, but the possibility of results didn't go our way, that we could be relegated on, on Saturday. When you're taking all of those into account, it must make it uh, sometimes quite difficult to actually know what, what to focus the players on, or, or, or do you see it differently? Well, not differently. You, you think like what you've just said there, but we, you, you have to portray to the lads and uh, um, that what can they do now? You know, we, we, we are, you're in a situation and you've got to do your best to get out of it. And, and the way you do your best is um, the, the first massive option is to win, certainly not lose, uh, altering. Uh, we don't want to have to play Wrexham at home and, and have to win it. But uh, so this is you know, an opportunity for us to to get uh, the win that we need to go into the next game, still um, with a possibility of staying in the league, albeit uh, playing Wrexham. But um, you know they may have won it by by then, and uh, they might put their youth team out on when they play us. <laughs> I doubt it. And we can't rely on that, by the way. That's for sure. Well, thanks, Gaffer James. Gary, um, you've alluded to it already, but it's been an amazing run over recent games. The goals have have been on. You, you mentioned there Chesterfield may have brought out the, the worst of your side for a bit on Tuesday night. Why? Why was that? Was was there one particular thing? Or was it a number of factors? I think I can switch that around and say Chesterfield brought out their best game. You know, I think their manager, their players, the supporters uh, had all said. That, that was the best they played for for a long time, and they got ahead of steam. <clears throat> uh, in fact, we had the first chance, but they they got a little bit ahead of steam. They got their goal. We had to make a change because we thought Lapsley was fit. Uh, he thought he was fit, but he couldn't get a, around the pitch at that time. So at two 0 down, we had to make a substitution. Nothing really went for us. We had another couple of opportunities um, when it was one nil and two nil, um, but didn't quite. Finish, you know, we hit the crossbar uh, within the game. We had our 
two wide men that had a couple of chances. Just when we had the opportunities, we didn't take them. And honestly, you know, they had a, a lot of opportunities because they were buoyant from early doors when we had to make a change and all of a sudden the confidence uh, went through their veins and, uh, and, and we eventually lost all confidence as the goals were going in. Uh, we picked it up late on, so it wasn't a cricket score. But, um, of course, we're, uh, we're disappointed. We, we know we're a lot better than that, you know, and we proved we're a lot better than that. And, uh, and so we got two games to, to prove it. You're a positive man. You're a positive manager. Uh, you've done great things in your time and in, in your career. Is this Can one we of stop the there? <laughs> we'll stop there. Is this one of the toughest challenges you've faced in your career, keeping Torquay up this season? Um, yeah, it's the same as, as as trying to get somebody promoted. You know, when you're fighting with, for the playoffs, or you you know you're in a semi final or the playoffs, like uh, when we was against Notts County. Uh, before we got to Wembley and uh, got robbed there. But that's, I always just take that opportunity to throw that in. But um, um, yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of like a, it, it's the same feelings to try and get out of relegation as it, as it is if you're trying to get promoted. Either way, you, you're totally devastated if the worst happens in both situations. And so um, all, all we can do and all I can do, we know the players are with us. You know, we haven't imploded as a club. Uh, the club has been very, very um, supportive. Um, and that's not me trying to save my job, by the way. I'm too old and uh, grey for that. But um, they've been very supportive. The players have worked their socks off. Uh, my staff have worked their socks off. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we've not cheated in any way at all. And, and if you know that, and we know that we've, we've tried to do the right things as a club, then, um, you know, you, you, you know that there's nothing else other than the performance on the pitch. It is a huge game against Altrincham. You're a great motivator, but do your players need motivating for this one? Have you said anything slightly differently to what you have done for the previous 44 games, knowing how, how big this game is as we get to, to the end of the campaign? They should be self-motivated. Um, but of course, you can have good motivation, but tactically get it wrong if um, you know, the management hasn't shown you their, their strengths, their weaknesses. Um, and just touched on where we felt they needed to do better uh, in the last game. Um, so we've, we've got a couple of days with them um, and that's, that's good because, you know, we can spend uh, you know, a lot of time on this particular game, as we would do anyway, but we haven't just got them in the morning. You know, we, we've got them for a, a couple of days. And, um, and so we're, uh, you know, nothing really sort of changes because that's what we do every game and if we get out of it um, then we'd have done very well um, and if we don't then you know we, we, we hold our hands up and, uh, and move on you, you mentioned briefly with with Dom about the fact the players are going up today you're going up today you're staying overnight can you tell me any more about the routine over the next few days where you'll be training that sort of thing um, 
Okay. Um, the, the training side of it is is um, a secret, <laughs> um, so that we don't get a Bielsa type figure in the trees uh, with binoculars and uh, and looking at our last training session. So, um, but that'll be we'll, we'll let you know afterwards where, where we were. It's a, it's it's a very comfortable training ground, that's for sure. And uh, and then we'll be you know we'll be having meetings. Uh, they'll. They'll be having their own sort of discussions in their little groups and their little sec- sections because, you know, not harping back onto it, but we said that we'd lost every section on uh, against Chesterfield, the forwards, the midfield and the, and the defenders. So they need to get a group camaraderie again, get it back. What was we doing before? What was you saying before on the pitch? And, um, and let's you know, cover all uh, options, if you like. You know, let's let's cover it all so that we can discuss it and uh, come out flying and with no no regrets. In terms of the team, maybe some of the knocks or injuries some of your players have been carrying. How's that looking ahead of the weekend, Gary? Um, we've we've had that for a little while. You know, we, we've had uh, we we wouldn't really have wanted that Chesterfield game. In you know, in there, um, away after you know, traveling and having some tough uh, traveling games, of course. Um, it was only in there because the league made us put it in there. Um, it's uh, and you know, it, was, it wasn't ideal uh, as far as you know, two away games on the trot, etc. But, um, anyway, uh, or, uh, is it three anyway? Um, so we was. You know that that wasn't ideal, and um, so we just got to go with the with the program and uh, and keep doing our very our very best, and that's all we can do. Final one from me, Gary. There have been some great talky, great escapes over the years. I mean, lots of fans will hark back to that that day at Barnet and staying up at Barnet. I think two thousand and one. Would this be one of the greatest escapes of of all time? If if you guys manage it. I don't know. Well, yes, let's say yes. It's, it'll be the greatest escape of the current time, that's for sure. Um, because you know, we, we most of us wasn't around during uh, those uh, those other situations. But um, you know, as I say, we, we we're a club that's together, that's for sure, and and that's important. You know, we're not going into it, everyone arguing with each other and everybody pointing fingers at each other or the club or the board or the other players, you know, or even the management. Um, certainly as a, as a club, we're, we're, we're pretty close and we all want the same thing for our fantastic supporters. And that is we want to keep them in the National League. And, uh, you know, we are, it, it didn't look like it the other day, the other night, but uh, they were there in their numbers again. And, you know, that's, that's our motivation, making sure that the supporters will be, Supporters forever at Torquay, um, you know, get their get their wish and stay in the national league. Interesting. Yeah. As you say, what what are you going to do after that? Sit around yeah. and be morose and bemoan your fate, or be practical, look ahead to the last two games and just 
you know, pledge everything into those last two games. Absolutely. And, and, and the preparations, I mean, going up, spending two days in Manchester at a, a secret location, uh, only because he said he didn't want the uh, the Bielsa situation where there was spies hiding in trees near training grounds. That's possible. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so he said that they'd talk about the yeah. training ground afterwards, but... Um, you know, wonder if it's Carrington. Is that oh. where Manu are? What does an Altrincham spy look like? Um, I don't know, but the, the Altrincham spies sound like an old punk band. They do. <laughs> if they aren't, we should stop <laughs> yeah. and become the Altrincham spies. But yeah, joking apart, it's good to. The squad will have gone up. The whole squad, I presume, will have gone up. The I fringe players so. will have gone yeah. up. The injured players will yeah. have gone up. There'll be a chance to build something ahead of Saturday. Yeah, I mean, they'll do some training. And as Gary said, they'll, they'll talk in their groups because he didn't think any any single group of players, strikers, midfielders, mm. defenders, were, were particularly good on no. uh, at times on on, uh, on Tuesday night. And um, they've got a lot to talk about, a lot to, to get through and, and then hopefully be ready for Altrincham, which of course is... Hell of a game, isn't it? <laughs> You're going up, guy. I'm going up, yeah. I, it'll be, I'd shamefully, hand on heart, I have to admit, it's my first away trip of the season. Right, it's all I your fault then. I was supposed yeah. to do Bonnet, Borehamwood and Yeovil, but life gets in the way. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. And so uh, I didn't get to any of those. So my daughter and I are going up on the supporters coach. Excellent. Up to Altrincham on Saturday. Really looking forward to that. It's always good atmosphere on those supporters coach outings. Yeah. Uh, I imagine they've still got space. Find them on Facebook. Yeah. You can probably still get a seat there. And it's just going to be some Long game. Long old trip. What time is, time is it leaving? Painton 7.30. Outside oh, that's not the too library. bad. It's quite, quite civilised compared to a trip to Gateshead or yeah. Barrow or something like that. I remember some of the, the Carlisle ones I went on yeah. their supporters coach way, way, way in the distant past. And uh, that was like half past four in the morning. Absolutely. Yeah. Really looking forward to it, though. As I say, good atmosphere on those trips. Um, what it's it's a big game. Whatever happens, uh, it'll be a good one. Yeah. Say hello to my brother. I will. Well, there's a question that I was going to pose for um, the statos amongst you. Julian and Steve Harris might know this. Okay. But let's say that Yeovil... Maidstone, Scunthorpe and York, for argument's sake, go down. Is it the first time that four ex-league teams have been relegated from the National League? I would have thought so. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought be, about that. It? I can't imagine that's happened before. I wouldn't have thought so either. No. I mean, Maidstone's time in the league was... It was fairly brief. But yeah. But it, was, but it was still a league. It's, it's yeah. the quiz question, yeah. isn't it? But, you know, Yeovil... Sent down on Tuesday, uh, Maidstone and Scunthorpe already gone, and for the sake of the optimism that York, we always bring York to this going podcast, down. Yep. York will be going <laughs> down and joining them as well. Um, so I the, the the guys from York were nice, and the guys from Maidstone were. were quite. We beat Maidstone at home, didn't we? And they were quite nice as well. However, their their no Maidstone was away, wasn't it? I can't, I can't remember now. It's all it's all it's all whirling around my head, but. <laughs> Uh, Maidstone was away, but but the the chap on the on on the feed was very very as if they were they were staying up. There was nothing no, to worry about. That Maidenhead. Maidenhead. Sorry, that's what I meant. Maidenhead. That was, Maidenhead. You confused me then for me. Yeah, I always get confused between Maidstone yeah. and Maidenhead for some reason. Um, so Maidenhead and York were very very focused on the fact that they were already safe. Yeah. And uh, you They're know what what you believe yeah. doesn't always believe to be true. Your favourite team look as if they've probably saved themselves. Yeah. All the shots seem to yeah. have done it. Uh, Gateshead. How did they win that game, honestly? 
I mean, you, it's, it's, it's bad enough, league. isn't it? And yeah. then and then they scored what in the 79th minute or something, well, yeah. maybe a bit earlier. But it's just bad enough losing five one at Chesterfield without having to to to, to see that as well. I know. And I mean, Gateshead magnificently have saved themselves. Brilliant! What a run they've been on. They've been. Yeah. They've done superbly well. It, ju- it just remains for us to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, but there you go I mean it ain't over till it's over we said and do you want should we do the Kaiser Chiefs thing by the way go on you came up with the funniest line heard at Playmore <laughs> this season that before the recent games at Playmore they've been playing a different playlist a kind of survival playlist sort of motivational yeah. survival playlist which includes a song by the Kaiser Chiefs and you know this kind of washed over us and Torquay were preparing to make a substitution <laughs> against York and you turned to me and said I predict a Wyatt. And I almost couldn't say that right then. <laughs> and, you were, and there he was. I predict a Wyatt. And uh, there he was. Uh, and that just made us laugh out loud. One yeah. of those strange moments when, despite the circumstances, you just can't help bursting. Absolutely. We, we did go through all sorts of songs then, but I can't rem- remember the others now. There must be others. Yeah. We went for Moxie Music. Oh, Moxie Music. Yeah, there yeah. were a couple of other slightly more tenuous ones. Very tenuous, if I remember yeah, rightly. Were, but uh, um, that's momentary lapsely of reason. Yeah, there you ask one for the Pink Floyd fans out there. Um, yeah, our listeners will come up with more of those. Any uh, any song titles that really should hosted be out for a hero. That was another one. <laughs> that's getting quite obscure. Now, isn't it? It's getting tenuous. Uh, let's talk about the games then. Talkie three, York two as complete a performance as I think we've seen yeah this there, well I think there were there were, uh, there were a few parts of that game where you thought oh quite quite hold on well, the last five minutes the last five instance. minutes yeah. for example um, but overall I mean five games in a row five wins to beat York like that who came yeah. as I said earlier on kind of full of confidence and then you know as we're le- as we're leaving the stadium they're 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 pe- they're, they're Website people and the radio yeah. people that came down were all talking as if, oh, crikey, we weren't expecting this. Now look at us in the table. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was a real shock to them that they were back down and that yeah. they're in, in it. They've and they were going over the permi- yeah. permutations and yeah. stuff and claiming, uh, I think the manager or the assistant manager, because the York manager didn't come down, did he? The assistant manager claimed that um, Lewis Collins was offside for the second goal. Well, I've looked at it. It's, it's not really. He's not. He's they not. were very unhappy at the end, yeah. weren't they? Well, they, they were they, unhappy they, about they the fellow sent off, didn't they? Haven't got to the bottom of why he got sent no. off, but, but, but literally because I haven't looked. But um, well, our, our, our colleagues up at York, um, I had a look at what they've been writing over this week, and there's no clue in anything they've done. No, as to what was said to the. He's referee. obviously said something. It must to have him. been pretty. They didn't extreme. see it, and no one else really saw it. I just happened to be looking yeah. in exactly the right place when it happened, and the referee was walking off the pitch, and a player ran past him. Now whether this was about something that he ha- happened before and he saw that that was Maybe. the player yeah. or he said something as he ran past the referee but the referee then walked up behind him tapped him on the shoulder and showed him the red card I think it was something that was said I mean the implication from what was said yeah. from York is that it was something that was yeah. said must have been Silly. pretty they're, they're, he takes all their set pieces that player yeah. and he will not play for the rest yeah. of the season Silly, Silly man Boys shut up What did you make of those shirts by the way? Funny, weren't they? York shirts. Two shades of brown. Two shades of brown. <laughs> That'd be a hit book guy, wouldn't it? <laughs> I should start writing that now. It was like the Coventry City shirts from the uh, Yeah, 70s, I remember that. Yeah, it was it was brown old, on brown. It? Yeah, brown on brown. I didn't um, I didn't like it. I no, it wasn't it wasn't very nice, was it? Yeah, it's 
Yeah, you wouldn't we, you wouldn't wear that in the disco, <laughs> would you? We said at the start of the game, imagine the scene at the training ground at the start of the season when whoever's there, the chief executive comes along and says, lads, this is the second kit. This is the away kit we're wearing this all season. This is the season. brilliant brown this away kit. fantastic. And it, oh, okay. Don't yeah. think we'll sell many of those. No. Maybe they have. Maybe it's kind of got some kind of ironic appeal. Um... Aaron Jarvis and Nico Lawrence received their Players of the Season award. Very well um, deserved, Mr. Jarvis, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, we had a little chat. I, I, I didn't vote. I didn't get around to it. You did. I did. David Thomas, we were talking to, didn't, but he told us who he would have done. Um, I, think, I, I, I think I might have done Lapsley, but David did come up with a point saying that you know he was injured quite a lot this season. Yeah. And although when he has played... He's been worth his weight in gold. Oh, absolutely. He's maybe not played yeah. enough. Uh, Aaron Jarvis deserves it. Yeah. 18 goals or 17 goals or whatever 18, it is. 18 goals. It's fantastic. Another hat-trick. First man to score two hat-tricks in a season since Robin Stubbs in 65-66. And Robin Stubbs was sitting in the ground watching, which he is was. lovely. He yeah. was behind the goal, wasn't he? Yeah. The penalty yeah. Right? yeah. Which is which is absolutely great. Uh, there have been a few other notable hat-tricks as well. That's before I was born, end. guy. Was it really? It's yeah. the season before I started. No, two seasons before I started going. Is it? So I didn't. Yeah. I did not see that. Did you see Mr. Stubbs? Did I you? did. I saw did Robin you? Stubbs play. Oh, yeah, very yeah. nice. Robin Stubbs and John Rudge play the. Uh, yeah. Taking me back now. Yeah, you've gone on misty eyes. I have. I have. I forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. But no, I mean Jarvis. A lot of the time this season, it's been a fairly thankless task, hasn't it? He's been leading the line on his own. It's a very physical game that he plays. He's constantly colliding with centre backs, being fouled by. And fouling. Honestly, I watched. I mean, it was happening again on the Chesterfield game that we didn't have the ball up there as much as we have in other no. games. But but it certainly happened with the, the York game. Defenders basically are cuddling him. Yes, they are. I mean, they're yes, manhandling they him. They all wrap their both arms, arms around, him. around yeah. him. I know he's. There's another song. I know he's up, walking yeah. back into mm. you, but that's not a foul, and you no. have to deal with it. And. The referees constantly ignore the fact that he is basically being dragged all over the yeah. place by pairs of arms. It's weird. And he spent whole Saturday afternoons this season getting nowhere with Yeah, that. yeah. But he's still on top of his game. Yeah. Um, two close-range finishes. You have to be in the right place oh, to get those. Two great finishes. Well, the header was... was header was Header was excellent. superb. Yeah. I think he beat Ellis to the ball as well, which, was, did, which yeah, was a bonus, yeah. wasn't it? Um, and then the the second one, which uh, the York people thought was offside because uh, Lewis Collins picked up that ball down the right, looks onside when I've looked at it in the video. He just just slid in perfectly yeah. to get his feet to that. And when you're playing in a league that doesn't have VAR, these things, it, the, the oldest cliche that we have is these things even themselves up. We had a perfectly goal, good goal from yeah. Frank Nubley. We've had a, we, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Um, he was given offside for yeah. a goal that might have changed the so game, might have changed York. the course of the season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'd get away with one in return, maybe. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great performance by Joe. I thought it was great performances all round. It was hard to pick. Nublé was great. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the wingers were great. And the midfielders were great. Defence. Mark Holstead, despite... Yeah. What a save at the end, though. Oh, it's a strange thing, isn't it? We've conceded so many goals this season, and our goal difference is so awful. Yeah. But you still look at Mark Holston and say he's done really well. Magic season. Yeah. You know, he has yeah. been left exposed sometimes. There's been points of this season where the defence in front of him has been abysmal. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, not at true. the moment. That's true. Um, but it has been. It has. Um, and yeah, I was going to mention Mark Ellis and Manny Duku, two ex goals. Yeah. 
failed uh, to do anything. Market. I mean, Mark Ellis late. obviously was was heavily involved in everything that York did, yeah. including the, some massive long throws. Yeah, I'd forgotten he could do. Yeah, those. yeah. Uh, and Manny Duku came on towards the end. The Enigma, as you said, as I said, as he came Manny on. Duku yeah. came on to not very much effect. Yeah, but you never know, do you? Just never know what he's no. going to deliver. It was um, it was a tale of, of ex goals at uh, Chesterfield, really, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I mean, let's move on to that. We were absolutely cock a hoop after the York game. Five yeah. wins on the trot. We've all gone out on Saturday night thinking we're going to do this. I I wondered if if Chesterfield was a step too far, uh, mainly because the 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 draining of the bodies that has happened yeah. over those five wins to get those five wins. Um, players picking up injuries, hobbling off the mm. pitch, then then in the starting lineup the next yeah. game. Because you you knew that the team at Chesterfield was going to be a walking wounded team. Yeah, because yeah. Aaron Jarvis was limping at the end Frank of the Newble game. Was Frank Newblay was limping. Yeah. Asa Hall had obviously gone off injured. Yeah, even uh, even Lewis Collins was. was, yeah. was yeah, Nico was, Lawrence looked as if he was limping towards the end of the game against York. There was no Tom Lapsley against York. That's York. It. Yeah. Um, and then, and then you go to York away, who um, are third because they're the third best team in this division. Yeah. And they showed it. They were brilliant. I think we messaged each other after about 15 minutes of the game to say... I was worried for a minute what it was going to turn into. They're, mur- yeah, they're yeah. murdering us nil-nil. Yeah. Um, they, were, they were so good, Chesterfield. It was one of those games, and to be fair, Gary did it after the game. You've just got to put your hands up and say... He said, yeah, he said, hold, hold your hands so up. They were so much better He said than against we Morning, yeah. 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 Um, Andrew yeah. Dallas, what a player he is. Yeah. The, the fact that... Uh, uh, I mean, he always scores against us, and I know that's a cliche, but he does. Um, with Sally Holmalls before he moved to Chesterfield yeah, during yeah. the season. January, I think, he moved to Chesterfield. He's not even been starting, but he was on, on the bench on the previous yeah. game and came on and scored the winner, I think. He, he's such a handful. Such, such a, a handful. He's not a, he's not a National League player. No. And all the air went out of our balloon, didn't it? That's how it felt on Tuesday. Yeah. By half-time, the game yeah. was beyond us. Let's Paul be McAdam, another player who's got yeah. a history with us. I always, I always hated playing him. Playing against him when he was at Dagenham, yeah. I mean he, I mean, I, I think, um, was it Dallas's first goal was because his header cannoned off the crossbar and fell to Dallas yeah. to head back in. Uh, yeah, I mean Paul McCallum was great, uh, Andrew Dallas was great, but they had good, they had good players all over yeah. the park. That Ryan Colclough, who we've yeah. seen a couple of times, excellent player. Now I, I, I didn't see the game against Notts County because uh, I was otherwise engaged. I haven't seen Wrexham play yet, apart from on the TV. Chesterfield, that's the best team I've seen yeah. this yeah. season. I mean, um, there is a class apart at the top of that division, yeah. and I uh, and I'm not surprised Woking have dropped from third because they're not in that no. class. Whichever, of the, however, um, they've got up there. I don't know, but uh, whichever of the big two ends up in the playoffs, Notts County are going to have a hard job against Chesterfield. Well, I mean, you've got Wrexham who look like they're going to win it now. You've got, yeah. And then you've got Notts County and Chesterfield. And one of those three is not going to go yeah. up. And one of those three is still going to be in the league next season. Yeah. If we're, yeah. When we are, sorry. Yeah. When yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and there were, there were one or two. I mean, Brett McGavin, lovely finish for the goal. Yeah. It's a small consolation. Only in, on the bench because Ata Hall was injured. Yeah. No, I found a little widget on a widget, a soccer base. Isn't that website. what you get in a can of beer? It is, <laughs> um, which I never knew was there, where you can actually narrow 
the season's results down to what we've done when one particular player has been playing. Oh, is that is that Which, a thing? So I thought I'll have a look and see because we've. Are said, you going to say Asa Hall in this? We've said yep. many times on this podcast yep. that when Asa plays, we're a better team. Yeah. Now with Asa Hall in the team this season, we've sixty-seven percent of the games have been wins or draws. Yeah. Without Asa Hall in the team, 36% of the games wow. have been wins or draws. As soon as I saw Asa wasn't in the team on Tuesday night, I, I had worries. Mm. But then you've got Tom Lapsley and you think, well, okay. But then yeah. you look and it's Tom Lapsley and not not a fit Tom it's Lapsley. three quarters uh, of a Tom Lapsley. Uh, two, two lap and he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's taken off yeah. for obvious reasons. He's, he thought he was fit. He told the gaffer he was fit and he just he just felt like he couldn't get around the pitch. Yeah. That's what uh, uh, Gary said this morning. He just felt like he wasn't adding yeah. anything to the game because he couldn't get around like he normally does. And getting around like Tom Lapsley normally yeah, does is really it is getting around. part of his game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely getting around. Um, looking ahead to Saturday then, what I, I'd love to know where the last chance saloon is because everybody's drinking in it at the moment. It Very must good. Be a hell of a place. Very good. Um, if you can get if you can get one open in Altrincham just in time, like a pop up pub, yeah, the, and call it the last, last chance, chance saloon, yeah. everyone will be there. That's where we're drinking at the moment. Altrincham on Saturday, they're on a horrible run of form. Yeah, I haven't looked yet. So this is their last six games has been one lost, drawn, lost, lost, drawn. They've taken five points. Well, that's from the last six good. games. They're fifteenth. We obviously have taken fifteen points from the last six games. So. It's not beyond the realms of possibility that we get something up there. Yeah. Uh, we have to win. We do. The we caveat do. being, yeah. the yeah. caveat being, we have to win. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. The caveat being, which uh, you, you, you held up to me in the yeah. week when I sent you a, a piece. Um, I had put, we have to win. You, you just changed yeah. it slightly because... Realistically. We realistically have to win. Have to win. Because, because and, and this is, this is honestly... <laughs> When you explained it to me, I did wonder for your sanity. <laughs> well, I, can, I, I did crunch some numbers, as yeah, you would expect very good. this morning. Aldershot are 18th, 51 points, minus 12 on the goal difference. They're away at York okay. on Saturday. York are 19th, 49 points, minus 8, home to Aldershot. Maidenhead are 20th, 49 points, minus 15. Yeah. And they're at home to Barnet. We're 21st, of course, 46 points, minus 22 at Altrincham. If we lose... At Altrincham, we will be relegated if York and Maidenhead both get points. Yeah. And we also need Maidenhead to lose by a lot Yeah. at home to Barnet to yeah. have any chance. If we draw, we will still be down if you, both York and Maidenhead win. Yeah. But if we win, it goes down to the last game. I can't remember. Who have we got at home on the last day? Um, some Welsh team. Yeah, some, some team with... Connor Keys? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. It's Haverford West, yeah. I think, or somebody like that. Um, so, that's UK. So there is, there is the slightest, faintest possibility that we could get away with it. But we, so, but so we can lose? We can lose. Right. But if York and Maidenhead also both lose... We'll go into the last game of the season three points behind them. Now, our goal difference is awful. Yeah. But if Barnet happened to run riot against Maidenhead... Yeah. Six uh, goals, is it? It's Well, the, the gap is seven goals at the moment. Yeah. If we lose, it'll be eight goals at least. <laughs> so Barnet need to beat Maidenhead by five or six. Yeah. 
to give us any chance and at all. And we need to beat Wrexham by to be, three or four. <laughs> we'd need to beat Wrexham three or four nil. Yeah, that ain't happening, is it? <laughs> it happens in Sabutio and things like that. Oh, football manager. It doesn't even happen on <laughs> football manager, guy. So this is really testing. You wouldn't put your house on it. You would not put your house on it. This is really testing my optimism. You wouldn't put your pocket money on it, no. would you? Certain podcast listeners like Peter and Tom and that will be absolutely falling about laughing at the moment. Yeah. I'm even considering this yeah. as a possibility. But it's there. Okay. Stranger things may not I have I can't happened. wait for next week. <laughs> when you proved me right. You or proved you, you yourself yeah, yeah. right. But, you know, See, I can't even say it. <laughs> the chances are incredibly slim. Long odds. But, well, there you go. Going into injury time against crew with a police dog. On Someone's the already texting me. You know, that somebody <laughs> saying, stop being so ridiculous. There you go. But, yeah, there we go. Let's just cast your minds back to the last time we played Altrincham at Plainmore in October. Go on. The four-all draw. Oh, of course it was that one, wasn't it? Oh, we my went, word. We went 2-0 down. See, we went 2-0 down. Yeah. Then Asa Hall, who else? Yeah. Scored twice to bring us level. Tom Lapsley, super Tom Lapsley, made it 3-2. If we could have just defended that one lead, or if we could have defended another couple of leads yeah. this season, it could be oh, yeah. so different. Uh, they made it 3-3. Ross Marshall was sent off. Oh, yes. He stamped on somebody right in front of the TV cameras and yeah. the referee. Um, so they went 4-3 up. And it looked as if it was all lost. Yeah. And then Dylan Crow, of all people, oh yeah, volleyed it from the edge of the area, outside yeah. the box, yeah, uh, and made it four four. And everybody seems to agree that it was the game of the season on BT Sport until Wrexham Notts County last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, but we don't, we don't want a four four on Saturday. We want a four nil. One nil. Oh yeah. Well, well, <laughs> actually, yeah, four nil would be better. But I would settle for a one nil yeah. with the ball going in off the back of Aaron Jarvis's head. Or I'm sorry like about these dogs, by the way. It's, it's, they're, they're keen to get their involved. Mother, their mother's in a Zoom meeting. See, she knows how to use Zoom. She's in, she's in a Zoom meeting upstairs, so they can't be in there. And they're, they're in the hallway, and we've got the door closed, and they're not happy They're not happy it. at all, are they? We could let them in, but the barking would be louder when they came in, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we're probably okay. Uh, Wrexham apparently will receive the trophy if they beat Bournemouth on Saturday night. They will, which is good news. So we Let's hope to, that they yeah. bloody win it on Saturday. Yeah. So we, it would be painful and not terribly, yeah, not terribly professional to make us sit through the presentation of having the just gone Wrexham, down, yeah. having just gone down. Yeah. If that's what happens, There's, that's the, the optimism meter just went off again. Then, yeah, absolutely. With optimism yeah, yeah. Off the scale <laughs> just there, knocking you back a bit. <laughs> Uh, it's actually the, the wife's phone which she's left in the kitchen which I didn't realise she's, she's very popular <laughs> she's in great demand uh, but yeah Wrexham will get their trophy on Saturday if they beat Borenwood which they almost certainly will um, and then they can have celebrations and we can just play and then Hollywood can go home go well, probably, there'll be no Hollywood at Playmore Saturday week they won't bother coming will no they? of course they won't if, um, if they've already wrapped it up no. and they've got the well let's hope they don't anyway so at least that takes one level of stress yeah I nearly used a very rude word there, but, uh, but I won't. Um, memorable hat-tricks. Now, Julian, who has been monitoring the non-league paper for us all season and okay. has gone through some memorable hat-tricks as well. Okay. All three of these happened in April. Oh, right. April is obviously the hat-trick season. Yeah. Uh, Steve Cooper got three in a 3-0 win against York in April 1979. Don't remember that. Lou Chatterley, oh, who was word. a kind of rather statesman-like midfielder that you yeah. wouldn't expect 
to get a hat trick. You'd expect Lou Chatterley to maybe, you know, he was almost in the Jason Fowler mode. You yeah, know, you yeah, almost yeah. expect him yeah. to languid chip from the edge of the box and celebrate just by, um, hmm, yes, yeah. jolly good. Yeah. Uh, he got a hat trick against Workington in April 77, okay. including a penalty. And Andy Proven, the great Scotsman Andy Proven, yeah. got three against Rochdale in a 3 0 win in April 75. That was the first match report I ever wrote. Is it really? I entered it into a competition. There was a competition in one of the national papers. Write a match report for us from a game that you go to and you could be a journalist. That's what happened. And it was completely. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a report on Andy against Rochdale, entered into whatever Guardian or somebody like that. Never heard a word back. Mm -hmm. But here I am. Uh, how long ago is that? Oh, goodness me. 50, 50, years. 50 years later, um, still chiselling <laughs> a meagre living from United. <laughs> so, those are the from April. I know we've probably done this to death, in, 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 probably in lockdown at some point, but my memorable hat tricks are Alex Russell's at Darlington. Yes. Um, uh, Adrian Foster's against. Uh, was it Gillingham? Gillingham. Actually, it was Gillingham. Julian did point that one out, but I left it. Oh, no, I know. I, I, and we were three nil down. I think. April. We were three nil down. Yeah. Um, there are others, but uh, yeah, yeah. Those Jamie are the Reed two. got a couple. Jamie of Reed got a couple. The, not in the yeah. same season, though. No. Otherwise, he'd have been up there with uh, Robin Stubbs and Aaron Jarvis. Yeah. But uh, wouldn't it be nice? Actually, Aaron Jarvis needs two goals to get. Uh, Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Of first course. game. His first. His debut. Yeah. 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 I mean, there have been. Yeah. You know, there have been those hat tricks. So Aaron Jarvis needs two more goals to get to 20. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Would it would be great. Yeah. Um, both of them on Saturday, I wouldn't mind. Let's both of them against Wrexham, yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. either. Uh, another hat trick. He could yeah. become the first, I think, probably the first talkie player to score three hat tricks in the season. We are presuming that he's on a two year contract because you wouldn't bring a player like Alan that no. like came in without giving him a two year contract. It's nice to see him and his, his daughter on the pitch before yes, beforehand yeah. on Saturday, yeah. by the way. And then he, he dumped daughter with mother and they probably enjoyed the game after that. He, it was the Saturday that had everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, wasn't it? My, my, my growing concern is, should we, <clears throat> the worst happen? Yes. Which is someone's going to be interested in yeah. Aaron Jarvis. And whether he has got anything in his contract that says if we get relegated, I mean, we'd love him to stay go. for another year and yeah. do he, what Jamie Reid did, basically. He could in that dominate that if we end up there, season. but and we'll be yeah. Well, if if the unthinkable happens, which it's not going to, no. Um, but there'd be Boxing Day at Yeovil or Taunton or Bath or Western Supermare. Mm. Western not, Western one promotion, by the way. Yeah, yeah. they one promotion this weekend, or, or it might have been Tuesday. Tuesday, I think it was. There are they, they a lot of local derbies in National League yeah. South next season, but yeah. not that it'll concern us because we won't be there. But just in case, yeah, there they are. I've got to keep this up. I've got to keep this up. Keep, Rudy Sharp, keep the faith. <laughs> um, just before we go, and they always seem to be a footnote on our podcast. But yeah. Talk United uh, women were. Absolutely superb at Sunday. They had oh, a player. Wow, what a game that turned out to be. They had yeah. players injured. Did they have a player sent off they as had well? A player sent off. Yeah. They had two injured. At one point, they were down to eight eight girls. Didn't Sasha Mole get carried off as she, well? Uh, she? she had to wait for an ambulance for an hour, so the game was held up as well. Yeah, yeah it was a, a, an interesting game a uh, heroic, down in Liscard. Heroic draw. Oh, no, it wasn't Liscard. down in Liscard. It was at um, Bubby, wasn't it? No, not Bubby. What do they play nowadays? They play at Stoke Gabriel. It was heroic. Yeah. Anyway. Wherever it was, it was a, a stone game. Draw. I mean, there's, there's a player, 
who came on Twitter the other day saying, you know, she was injured, she was far from fit, but she went on. Yeah. You know, not going to leave them playing with eight players. Yeah. Uh, and they are at home to Royal Wooden Bassett in their last game of the Chasing season. Chasing Bristol Rovers for the title, are they? Yeah. I mean, they've had a fantastic yeah, a great season, season this season. Yeah. Um, and many congratulations to them. It's been absolutely superb. Yeah. They've done really well. They just now need the first team, the men's team. To do as the well. The seniors. Yeah. To do as well. Yeah. And we'll be there. Well, I'll be there at Altingham. You will. Saturday. I'm going to let the dogs in, guys. Let the dogs in. Who let the dogs in? We're doing the, um, the song time. Well, there's only one of them. Where's the other one? Oh, he's probably upstairs. Hello, mate. Oh, oh there we are. <laughs> Two dogs. They'll be quieter now. See, they will. They're absolutely silent. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much for your company. This has been another um, another end of season, last chance saloon. Yeah. Heavy on the song titles, Talking United Yellow Army podcast. Let's predict a wire. <laughs> Let's keep the faith. Let's until, keep the faith. Until it's The old Northern Soul fist. Yeah, indeed. We'll do that. Keep the faith. Thanks for listening. Thank you, dogs, for um, keeping us entertained. Actually, look, we probably would have been better having them we in there. They'd be quiet since they come yeah. back in. Yeah, there's just various slurping noises from the water bowl. Yeah. And, uh, and you have one on your lap. I do. This, uh, I do. Very He's now going to go to sleep. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll finish as we always do. Yeah. Come, come on, on, you yellows. yellows. <laughs> and a squeaky toy. toy. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows. Full of pride, buckle up.